Hey guys, Sharon McLaughlin here. I am thrilled that you're listening to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. This podcast is actually a spinoff of a Facebook group that I started called Female Physician Entrepreneurs. I was burned out as a plastic surgeon and I really had no place to go. Over time, I created a Facebook group, we grew the group, we're over 7,000 strong right now, and we're all about networking and collaborating. So if you find yourself interested in learning more about business, join our Facebook group. Each week, we try to do a podcast where we make connections, we learn about each other. Most importantly, we're here to support each other. So let's listen along for this week's podcast. Hi, everybody. Today we have Dr. Robin Tiger. She's on a mission to empower physicians with self-care tools backed by science and research. With physician burnout on the rise, Robin knows firsthand what it's like to love your job while also coping with stress, anxiety, overwhelm, and balance, and even illness. She uniquely combines her 15 years in diagnostic radiology with a certification in yoga therapy, meditation, and life coaching in her innovative CME-accredited courses, private coaching, and podcasts that focus on complete physical, mental, and emotional well-being, as well as resilience. She is deeply passionate about helping her colleagues relieve stress, elevate calm, and live their best lives. When she's not busy supporting her college colleagues, Robin can be found enjoying her own self-care through hiking, paddleboarding, meditative yoga, playing with her dog, husband, and kids in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina. Okay, I think this is good for a book, Robin. What do you think? <laughs> I'm on. Let's do it. <laughs> I know. We keep saying uh, we're going to do a retreat down in Asheville. I can't wait. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm let's put it out there in the universe. Sharon. Let's, let's put it together. It's so beautiful here. I'd love it. I'd love to have everyone come. <laughs> Perfect. So tell me you were, you know, you, you're practicing radiology, right? And now you've experienced burnout. Tell us a little about your story. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I was uh, practicing radiology and at the time I had two little kids husband, a dog, a house. I was on every committee, every board. I was in, you know, homeroom mother. <laughs> I was in my community. I was doing everything. And um, I started to develop a whole bunch of different symptoms um, that I really couldn't put together at all. You know, I started looking everything up in syndromes. Like I just couldn't figure it out. Um, things like really intractable migraine headaches with vomiting, right? So never had a migraine in my life. And I would have to leave the reading room and go into another dark room. You think reading room's dark enough, but it wasn't dark enough. You know, it, it was messing up uh, my ability to do basic tasks. You know, I, we were supposed to leave for Disney one, one day and we had to put that off because I was so sick. And so I got these horrible migraines. Um, I had bleeding gums, like what's that have to do with migraines? who knows, right? Couldn't put that together. Vertigo to the point where I had to sit down. Like if I turned my head too quickly, I would just you know, fall over practically. And tinnitus, this horrible ringing in my ears that kept me up at night. Um, I had reflux with burning chest pain. My body hurt everywhere, particularly my joints. Felt like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz, right? Just could not move. And a really scary symptom happened where I started to develop these intermittent paresthesias, this areas of numbness in my hands and my feet that would show up at like really inopportune times. You know, I would be in the middle of a breast biopsy and, you know, I'd be standing right there with the biopsy gun and my tech would say, 
you know, hey, Dr. Tiger, you know, you're right there. Kind of like, why are you just standing there? And the truth was I couldn't actually feel the gun, the trigger on the gun. And I'd have to wait for it to pass just, you know, just to pull that trigger to get that biopsy done. And so as doctors, what we think the worst case scenario, I was convinced I had a neurologic disease. There's some debilitating disease. Cause like, what the heck is this? And I started going to a lot of doctors, right? I went to a lot of our colleagues. I saw gastroenterologists, neurologists. I went to the periodontist, um, you name it. You know, I saw a doc, they diagnosed me with something and I took a pill for it. So before I knew it, I had a whole pile of pills I was taking and I wasn't getting better. And I started to have really bad thoughts, like dark, dark thoughts. You're like, oh, I can't spend another day doing this. Like, I don't want to wake up and have to be like this anymore. And, and it was pretty scary, you know, kind of like, mm, I don't even know if I want to be here kind of thoughts, which it's amazing to me as I look back. But the truth is being completely honest, you know, that's where I was. And I had at that time, three physician colleagues who had died from suicide and nobody really talked about this stuff, right? It just, I felt alone. And that was the fork in the road where I said, okay, um, I can kind of keep going along and I'm going to end up just like my colleagues. Or I can try and figure out what's going on because nobody knows what's the matter with me. And I'm just an interesting case. And as doctors, we know we don't ever want to be an interesting case, right? And so that was the point in my life where I started to look outside of traditional Western medicine to figure out what I could do for myself. And that's what brought me to where I am now. What were some of the first exercises that you did or what were some of the resources that you checked on? How did you get started with this? If there's a woman out there in your position or a man, doesn't matter, right? If a physician that's out there, that's totally stressed, what would you suggest to them? Like, where do they start? Yeah. Well, so you mentioned stress. So what I like to share is that, you know, I'm a gym rat. <laughs> I'm always at the gym and I started hearing things about things like yoga, things like meditation, things that I thought were seriously kind of ridiculous and woo woo. And for those people down there, I'd be on the treadmill training for my next race. And I'd see these people at the gym in this room. I only imagined that they were twisting their bodies up upside down, backwards and forwards. And you know, into anatomic positions that this radiologist didn't think <laughs> they should be doing or could be doing. And I pictured lots of spandex and weird music and weird language and all this kind of stuff, because we have lots of preconceived notions, but I kept hearing more and more about this stuff. And there was this five week yoga 101 class that was down the road from my house was like five minutes away. So I grabbed my neighbor, who's a nurse. And I said, Hey, do you want to check this out? And she did the eye roll <laughs> and I did the eye roll. <laughs> and I said, you know, if it's horrible, if it's really bad. Um, we're going to leave and I'm just going to take you out to dinner. And she's like, all right. So I get a dinner out of it. I don't have to stay. If it sucks, right. It's horrible. We'll just leave. So that was the first, my first entrance into this other world um, outside traditional medicine. And so we went to this very first class and Sharon, it was unbelievable. I just felt this shift, you know, the shift where I just felt calm and I felt grounded and I felt clear and I was awake. I wasn't tired, even though I'd worked a heck of a day and rushed my kids to the daycare and picked my kids up and then had to get them dinner and all this kind of stuff after a long work day. 
And then I took this class in the evening and I was awake. I wasn't tired. And so I drove home and I was just blown away. And I just said, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to keep going to this five-week series. And I continued and I continued taking classes. And what I started to notice was that the symptoms I described started to get better. They started to get better. And I was on no meds. And, you know, I had all kinds of imaging studies. Everything came up negative. The pills didn't work. And what I started to realize, like you alluded to, was that I was suffering from a severe case of chronic stress and that every one of our physician colleagues that I saw missed the diagnosis. I missed the diagnosis. We all missed the diagnosis. And it wasn't until I started to feel better doing something else that I realized what was going on and the impact that the chronic stress response can have on our bodies and our minds. Robin, looking back, do you think the instructor has something to do with it? Because my personal feeling is they do to some degree. You know, I've been in yoga classes where I'm like, I can't take like, this, like, breathe this way, breathe that way, put your oh, hand yeah. this way. And I'm like, oh, mama, mama, I can't do this. I'm just oh, like, yeah. I'm coming here to relax. Not like totally. I don't have to be a yogi expert. No, no, not at all. And I, what I didn't say is that there had been a couple of times in the past where I had tried different classes and I thought they were terrible. Um, this was a very unique kind of class where it was, it was an open kind of class. There were lots of questions and answers happening. Things were taught in small segments. It wasn't like a beginning to end, be quiet, do this for an hour and 15 minutes. It was really just an interactive kind of learning experience, which was really, really wonderful. And it was then that I got to have these bites of information, these bites of experiences that I was able to digest and perceive. And that's actually how I went on to educate others. Never thinking that I would teach another person. I just wanted to learn more because we're doctors and we're hungry for knowledge. So I went into teacher training just because I wanted to learn more. And it was there that I learned about the field of yoga therapy. So what most people don't know is yoga teacher is 200 hours of base level of education. And a yoga therapist requires at least 1,000 hours over a three-year period. And what you learn is to apply the concepts of yoga more deeply to help individuals with all different types of illnesses and symptoms and diseases. So I went on to become certified in yoga therapy with additional focus on trauma and stress and focusing on some other populations like individuals who have cancer and are military and became certified in a trauma-informed meditation as well called iRest. So you're right, just like any type of class that you take for anything, a college professor can make anything interesting if they're really good, but it can also take a really good subject and make it really bad. <laughs> so I agree, but I think it was the method in which I was taught that really allowed me to digest what I was learning and then pique my interest to go on and study more. Tell me about, um, this is a passion of yours. How did you make this into a business? What were some of the thoughts? What, what, what do you think led up to that? Obviously there's a need because I think there's a lot of physician burnout out there. Mm -hmm. The numbers will show that. When did the passion become a business? Yeah, it just started out with me teaching some volunteer classes during my teacher training at a local nonprofit for cancer thrivers. And then, you know, I started to get asked more and more like, oh, what are you doing? And, oh, can you come speak at our organization? Oh, can you hold a workshop? Oh, I had doctors saying, you know, OBGYN saying to me, my patients are so stressed out and I'm tired of writing prescriptions for them. I just want to come in and they want pills. 
And so I saw that there was a need and it wasn't just me helping myself, but wow, I'm the best kept secret. Like if I can help other people, wouldn't that be amazing? So I've been in this space, Sharon, for almost a decade now. It started out little by little, you know, the yoga teacher training, the yoga therapy training, additional trainings, like I said, of trauma and stress, and then meditation. And that all taught me how to regulate my nervous system, really take over a hijacked nervous system. And then later on, I learned how to work with my thoughts through life coaching. And so I really believe it's that combination. And it's a really unique combination because some people are doing one and some people are doing the other, but I really see this whole combination being a whole person approach. You know, when you're wigging out in your brain, it's hard to really work with your thoughts. But if you can get to that place where you move from dysregulation to regulation and homeostasis in your nervous system, then you can work with your thoughts. And so not only did these different populations that I mentioned you know, start seeking me out, but then physicians, our physician colleagues, they're like, I want what she's having, <laughs> you know? And so being able to look through the eyes of a physician, how the physician learns best, what the physician needs, you know, how can I break this down into short digestible bits of information that accommodate a busy schedule? You know, how can I do all of that? And help our colleagues. And so then I moved into the space of really focusing on physicians, particularly last year when the pandemic hit. So it was really a process. It wasn't just an overnight thing. It's been almost a decade now of me being in this space of educating myself, my own personal growth, and then sharing each and everything that I learn with others as I go along this path. Tell me, looking back, do you, would you have done anything differently in that path. Looking back, I wish that I would have understood what was happening with me earlier. And I think that this was, you know, 15 years ago, you know, or something about that time period when it was just like push it down and keep going. You know, don't complain, don't talk about it. You've got an amazing job, you're a doctor, you have an awesome husband, you have amazing kids, everyone's healthy, you've got this beautiful home, you know, like who are you to complain about anything, right? So we have that shame and that guilt. And the thing is, I didn't realize that I was just experiencing the impact of what the chronic stress response was doing to my body and to my mind. So in retrospect, I wish I would have had the knowledge to have seen this earlier so that I could have said, oh, okay, all right. You don't need to take any pills for this. You don't need imaging studies. <laughs> you don't need anything other than to learn how to care for yourself. There's nothing really wrong with you outside of that. So that is what I would have wished if I could talk to my younger self. I want to talk a little about what you're doing now. I know I've listened to some of your podcasts. So tell us about your podcast and why you got into that. I would imagine you wanted to share your message, which is very important. Yeah. So, you know, I found it stress-free MD which is really the umbrella under which all of my offerings lie. And one of them is the podcast, which is newer at the time of this recording. I just created it a few months ago. And that's because so many people said to me, everyone needs to know what you know. You know and I had some resistance over several months of me saying, nah, I don't know how to do that. I don't know well, me, you know, podcasting. And then I just heard from enough people that I said, you know what? 
I'm going to figure it out. I mean, I figured out how to create, you know, now seven CME accredited programs. I figured all that technology out, right? I'm going to figure it out. We're smart. We're doctors. <laughs> we can put our big girl pants on and figure it out. And so I did, you know, I had some help from, from another coach and I said, you know, I've got the mic, I've got the knowledge, I've got the passion and the drive to share. And I know that docs are busy. So how can I create, again, these digestible bites of information? So what I do is I create stress-free snacks, that's what I like to call them. And I keep everything to about the 15-minute-ish range. And that's because physicians over the years have said to me, that's all the time I've got. And if I say, well, what's the least amount of time you have in any given day to learn something new or to take care of yourself? I would hear 15 minutes very frequently. So I said, all right, you asked for it. Asking you shall receive, this is what you got. So I create short segments. I have one physician expert per month, but the rest of the time, it's just me just giving stress-free tips. And um, it's been wonderful. I've been getting really wonderful feedback and I just love hearing how it's transforming lives. You have a very soothing voice if you've never been told that before. <laughs> That's one of the things that I just absolutely love about your podcast, but it's great information as well. And thank you for doing what you're doing. Tell us about the CME accredited courses. We're in November now, going into December. People have some CME money you know, from the institutions or perhaps in the business expensive that they haven't used yet. Tell us about the CME courses that you offer. Yeah. So I created RX Peace, a physician's guide for self-care which is a program, which is the only program of its kind, which incorporates being able to manage your mind as well as manage your body, right? So putting all of these disciplines that I've learned over this last decade of life together. And because so many physicians said to me over the years, I couldn't make it to your workshop. Do you, do you have a video? Or I loved what you taught, but I can't remember what you just taught me. I decided to create a predominantly self-paced video format with short lessons in, again, that 15-minute-ish range, some are five minutes, some maybe 14 minutes, you know, pretty much staying close to that range of time that physicians can learn many different types of tools at their own pace on their own time. And then I incorporate live weekly group coaching as well as private one-on-one -on -one live coaching. So really getting that live piece as well to allow for that community sense as well as individual need. Um, and it's accredited through UNC Mayhack, University of North Carolina, and it's for 25 category one CME. Um, it is not a traditional yoga class. It is taught in the way that I learned best and that physicians have learned best coming through my program, which are these short snacks of information that you can learn one new thing each day and feel accomplished and feel that you're taking a step forward towards your own health. Going forward, what do you see for yourself? What would you like to see? Any plans that you have for the future? Oh, I've got lots of ideas. <laughs> what I would love is to be able to take this information that right now is helping relieve suffering and use it in a preventative way. So my wish would be that I could create an intracurricular program for medical students so that they don't end up needing to relieve the suffering, to make 
education, self-care education, learning how to take care of your body, learning how to take care of your mind from day one of medical school, when they are sitting there at orientation, having imposter syndrome. And so it starts. So that would be my biggest, you know, greatest wish. And it's taken me a few years, but I do have a meeting with the Dean of my medical school next week. And I'm hoping to start the conversation there and see where it goes. Perfect. You keep us posted with that, but I have no doubt that you're going to be out there helping more medical students with this. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. I'm so appreciative of you. All right, Robin, when people want to find you, how do they find you? Stress-free MD? Anything else? Stress-freemd.net is the website. Um, The podcast, like you mentioned, is the Stress-Free MD podcast. On my website, I have three free self-care videos. So if anybody wants to sample a calming breathing tool, a tension release for your neck and shoulders, and a guided meditation, those videos are on there. They can also schedule a free call with me called a stress relief strategy call where we can see where you are and where you need to go. And of course, the information about mind programming and coaching is there as well. Perfect. So it's CME. So that means it's reimbursable. Uh, it's reimbursable. Wealth. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So it started out, Sharon, as not being for CME. And then I got so many questions about it that I went through the process and UNC may hack my local hospital under UNC actually welcomed me with open arms and said, yes, <laughs> yes, please. This is awesome. We have so many people that are in need and everything that I teach is from the floor and a chair. So it's for everybody which is also why they were so excited about it because once physicians learn, they can teach their patients. Thank you so much for being on here today and sharing your story. We wish you the best and keep us posted with what's going on. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.